Hey guys, welcome back to the Political Peasants Podcast. Another wonderful, actually, I don't want to say wonderful, uh, okay. Monday uh, night because uh, obviously we just recently heard this uh, devastating news that happened today in Boulder, Colorado, as uh, 10 people happened to be shot at the store. Um, but yeah, we're gonna about to talk about this in a few minutes. Uh, anyways, Ken, how you doing? How you feeling? Uh, this is one of the things where it's like double-edged sword, right? The reason yeah. like COVID comes in, stops all these mass shootings, COVID has to leave. Things are starting to come. Yeah, if it's not a problem, it's another. And obviously, it's just like waves, right? One keeps hitting you after another. Yeah. And... If it's not COVID nineteen and and as I know, uh, we I just want to mention the fact that the cases are rapidly going up again, and that's because people are you know are coming back uh, outside again. Restaurants are being open everywhere across the country, especially here in California and in LA. Yeah, um, we, we just heard that that choice is made around the world. We just heard that Disney um, is about to open again with a limit order of people coming yeah, in. Ten, I think ten percent. Yeah, um, yeah, and what happened? What's going on in fucking um, uh, Florida right now? Obviously, Florida have um, doesn't have their like wear a mask mandate anymore. It has been months right. since they, they took it off, and people over there have been like, you know, having getting wrecked. Yeah, they have been yeah, been having boat parties and stuff like that. I think last night there was this massive gathering of people coming to the beaches of Florida, you know, just having fun. And the police officers have to, you know, give them, uh, tell them to go back home because they they had the gathering was so big that it actually it became a huge. Um, uh, health, uh, no, a health hazard, because they were afraid that that eventually was gonna lead to a, a risen of COVID nineteen cases, which he did right away. The Florida has two million, no, two million more cases. Something like that. Uh, I think, yeah, you no, know, two million more cases across the country. But uh, it, it had it, it, it did it did spiked up the cases in, in Florida. Because of the recent facts that people are just beginning to go out and having parties uh, without any concern whatsoever. But that's besides the point. That's a COVID-19 related issue, which is it still is an ongoing problem here in the United States, unfortunately. Even though I think they're doing better uh, vaccinating people now. Um, I just got my vaccine, by the way, like a, about a week ago. Half of it. Yeah, half of it. Yeah. And. We could say the reasons why is because I was able to qualify under some health circumstances and whatnot. But that's besides the point. Let's go into what happened today at Colorado Boulder, where a gut man came into um, um store, right, a convenience store, and randomly shot up 10 people, which ended up taking their lives, by the way. Um and then obviously police officers came in involved the first police officer who showed up 
who uh, no, who got to the scene of the crime was shot and killed. Uh, he was one of the ten victims. Um, and then obviously a, a huge squad of more police officers came into the scene, and they were able to get the man um, safely out of the store. I think they had he had a wound on his left uh, uh, leg, but besides that, he was taken into custody. And right now, they're not releasing any information about uh, what were the reasons why this man came out and shot the store. Um, we have no information about the possible reasons why this happened today. We just thought that a man came in and shot up 10 people. Um, they cost their lives. A lot of people ended up uh, fleeing the, the place. They have There's multiple witnesses with uh, a lot of this, uh, personal encounters and stories of what happened. It seemed that the guy just came in, shut up two people, and then abruptly just stopped. And then after that, he continued shooting. And obviously people, some people were, were able to get out. Some of the employees were able to get out. Other people were able to, to, um, to find out like a, a safe place inside the store and whatnot. And yeah, it's an unfortunate event that happened today. And this, I just want to point out, this just came after, um, after um, I think a judge um, broke. No, I didn't. But the judge stopped a law. Struck down. Yeah, it struck down a law that potentially was going to ban um, AR AR fifteens uh, rifles or type of rifles. Which had a magazine of ten plus, ten plus more bullets, and obviously the NRA were able to help that, be, you know, um, become a reality. And because of what happened uh, a week later, this um, took place, and it's and it's in a very unfortunate situation, and it's a just an a living nightmare to what seems to be an ongoing problem here in the United States, right? Exactly. I mean, that's, that's the thing, is that there's no no uncontrolled. And everyone uses the Constitution as an excuse like, justify having some of these crazy weapons. Yeah, like, is it, can I have a tank, then? Get a tank. Get a nuke. Let me get a tank. Right? Get some nuke. I mean, yeah, I want to. I want to protect my property from my neighbors. Let me get some nukes, get some rocket launchers. Oh. Like, let me get a rail gun. Uh, let me get some um, wall-mounted uh, machine gun. Cool, right? It's cool. Um, that's the minorities, of course. But this happens so often. Nothing changes. It's just like, oh, well, that's 10 people. Oh, well, that's 15. Oh, well, there's three more people. Oh, well, there's six. We all talk about it for like five seconds. And yeah. We just go around our day, and then it happens again. Same thing happens again. I mean, it, 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 it's like there's something wrong. Something wrong where bulls could get shot up and no one. Like, think about how, how I'm about to say, think about how morally bankrupt this country is sit there and watch kids get killed multiple times and not doing they fuck it. Oh well. Oh well. Yeah, think just another day. Like, think, think about how I messed up that. Right? Everyone would go out there and like swear like, oh we gotta protect the children. 
it's like it's only protection when it's convenient. It's like other than that, it's like the same thing. Like either high school, elementary, middle school, college, um, randomly out doing whatever. It depends on it could be Hispanic people, it could be Asian people. People just get shot. People go about the day. That's it. Um. You know what? It's just I hate the fact that uh, when you know you have this conversation outside the United States, people always point out this country has to be the number one. Uh, you know, the number the number one uh, uh, specific place where they allow you know they allow to be more guns. Uh, you know, than the, the pop, the, you know, there's there's some states that there's more guns in some states than population, and and it's incredible that you know, obviously there are a lot of conservative um people who are very uh, outspoken about having and you know, owning their gun, a gun, and you know, and being able to own a gun, and that's because it's they their God-given right to own it and no one should like stand by their that right specifically and i understand them for for where it comes from but at the same time we're like we're not even more secure by us having the right to own any kind of weapon whatsoever right probably less secure yeah yeah it's almost like the the same argument when people say we should go and invade another country or we should go and keep having a war in the Middle East because that keep us safe or safer or make us safer in one way or another, which is completely untrue. If anything, we're more susceptible to have any like very small um, terrorist attack because of us going to another country or killing more innocent people with uh, you know drone, drone strikes and whatnot. So if anything, we're putting ourselves in more in danger by, you know, putting ourselves out there in a very harm's way. Yeah, yeah. But when we, when we decide to, it becomes, it just becomes like a, a game of fear, right? While group be like, think uh, what happened was. Like it happened recently with Trump got elected. It was like white supremacists who are people who are just very, uh, yeah, pretty much white supremacists. They started buying guns, right? And then black people, South, seeing that happen, right? It's like, oh, after that, like they, we already know who they're going to come from. Before. So they started buying and now that you see all this murder, Asian people a couple of days ago, uh, a couple, I think it was like a year or so ago, um, you're going to see that fear propagate. We're going to go out and buy them. Right? Because I think as soon as, um, I forgot what statistic it was, but I think it was as soon as the vaccine came out. They announced the vaccine. Gun sales went up for some reason. 
<laughs> and I, that it's, didn't make any sense. Like it was like, why are you buying guns? <laughs> it's because of the fear of um, us being controlled. No, you know, us being like put chips and whatnot. Yeah, and, and that's the thing too. It's like I never got that argument about tyranny. Any weapon that you got, okay, cool. You got an AK forty-seven. You got AR fifteen. That's how to do shit against the military. They got tanks, they got jets, they got nukes, they got aircraft carriers, they got missiles that can literally shoot across the entire planet, have satellites, right? They have helicopters, you know, they have, they have weapons that can, that you paid for, by the way, (laughs) with your tax money, right? They have weapons that can destroy entire buildings. Yeah. So if you think you're gonna sit in your house barricaded and put an AK out the window and think you're gonna count something. And yeah. we're talking about and you talk about what are the largest military like Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, like and you know, second of all, they they have the training which, you know, by the way is about twenty years plus. And like a whole career of these men and women who have you know, devoted their whole lives to Learn the craft of you know yeah, war. Yeah, yeah. that's the funny thing about it, right? Because I don't know if you like a couple couple years ago they they started showing like um, it was like malicious. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talking like mad mad trash, yeah. right? And you see the pictures of malicious. They're all like overweight, hella out of shape. You know, people talking shit like, "Oh, we gotta protect our rights with the government. We gotta fight the government. We gonna fight." Yeah. Them. I was it, like, "Bro, you can't it, even." What's it in Oregon, right? In Oregon, there's a few. I'm talking about like in general. Yeah, okay, okay. Most of the time, they're like these old. You could tell couldn't even run like yeah, who third who can't even run a quarter of a mile. They're all shapes and sizes. Yeah, yeah. There's like very small guys. There's like very skinny guys. So like I'm saying, like compared compared to what like like military people, they shape. Yeah, who are however, however, there's a lot of military people. Who or what? White supremacists. Oh. So take that with a grain of salt. But that's the point. It's like more fear that you put out there. Yeah. Buy guns. The more guns you buy, the more dangerous it gets. The more dangerous it gets, the more scared. The more people get scared, the more like the cycle continues over and over again. And that's why you see, you know, the NRA pushing as hard as they do. Yeah, as soon as Obama was elected, remember? They're like he's gonna come take your guns. Yeah, gonna... yeah. They were the main <laughs> group organizing themselves to say that don't. I mean, the Donald Trump, that Barack Obama is going to come and take your weapons. They were, they actually were very, very. Um, they were everywhere around the country trying to organize as much as they could because they saw an opportunity as well. You know, because you know uh, they they saw like the NRA along with all this like weapon uh, company sign opportunity to obviously scare the population into buying weapons and most of them were bought through either you know um uh what's it called the you know were officially bought at walmart or something like that at a local store or they were bought in like the what's it called dark market no, no it's not more it's the black market all right um which is, you know, it gets to the point of us not having a, a control over the cells of our weapons. <clears throat> I mean, you just you saw, I don't know if you remember that, um, I forgot what the shooting, Parkland, something. 
Mm-hmm. It was like a while ago. Remember the Parkland shooting or because the Parkland shooting was in Florida, right? You saw. Yeah, they you know the kids. It was just the kids, huh. yeah. And you know, here you have one of the worst shoes in his kids. And I don't know if you remember, but they had that little town hall where Marco Rubio pretended to care. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were asking him, What are you gonna do about it? He couldn't give an answer. They like, even asked him like to they even ask him, Are you gonna stop taking money from these people? Like, right. that that you know that that you know that actually like flow cash into your so called, you know, governance. Yeah, yeah and then after that, they and after he couldn't give an answer, he called him out. He said, See, like you're not willing to do anything. So how are you gonna come out here and talk about we support us when you're not gonna do anything? What? And then what you remember what Fox said? Uh-huh. What happened? Fox is, oh he he has he's a kid, he needs to learn how to have some respect. Oh just the like, kids, oh the kids, oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, yo, these kids are just in the shooting. And they're asking you, or how are you gonna make sure that you don't get shot out again? And they you did you said nothing. Yeah. Think they're not gonna be a little bit pissed about that? Like you think no one will be pissed about that? Like they got shot at. Like that's the thing. Like the, the that's what that's that's one of the main reasons why I say that for all of our government because people they don't know what it's like. Most of them don't know what it's like to actually get shot at there and get shot at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's not that. That's why they're okay with just sending people to war. Starting all these wars, you know they talk big. Yeah, they talk right? big, but but they it, never. But, but they're actually like tech crews trying to like get away when shit goes south. Right, they run away when, <laughs> when shit gets out, and, and that's the thing. It's like, like the it's tech crew, bro. And so they look at they look at these shootings. It's like whatever, but you know, as soon as they remember the, the Capitol riots, right? Yeah, yeah. There was some shootings, but it was nowhere near as bad. Even though there were more people there. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were hiding under their desk. They left. They ran. They left, right? And they were hiding under their desk for people acting like morons in the Capitol. And two people did get shot, I think, if I remember correctly. It was two or three. Uh, but, you know, that's enough for them to talk crazy. But when it comes to, you know, 10, 15, 20 people getting shot, that's nothing to do with them. They're magically. No, it doesn't matter anymore, right? And that's that's essentially where it is right now. Their inaction is letting this continue. People, I'm tired of people hiding behind the excuse of the Constitution. the The founding fathers didn't see AK-47s in the future. Yeah, they didn't see automatic weapons. Hell, they didn't even have a revolver. <laughs> they barely had muskets, bro. They had to load the gunpowder manually. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have bullets. They had to fire balls out of a rifle that sucked. <laughs> like yeah. you, bet you'd be lucky if you hit the yeah, shot. They, had, they, they didn't even have rifling. They had to. <laughs> you had to. You had to. They had to rely on that style of fighting where there was walls of human beings, you know, think, charging, think about, and then the other people reloading. And bro, they had know. to sit. They had to stand in the wall and shoot at hopes of hitting somebody, because mm. that's how bad those guns were. All right. They didn't even have rifling, so the bullets weren't even that accurate. The ball that went into it wasn't even that well made. <laughs> you had to literally like make that by hand. 
it's like they did not see AKs. They didn't see revolvers. None of these automatic guns you have to or even semi-automatic. Or even bolt action. Right. I know when was introduced the the rapid firing. I know at some point there was a rapid firing machine gun that they came up with. But I don't yeah, know I until think... what year they introduced it. I think it was the eighteen hundreds. It was late, like late, 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 after I think it was a uh, after a shooting in in uh, it was it I think it could have been Florida maybe Texas someone asked them about it. someone asked one of the streamers I watched for a game about it he lives in a whole another country he lived in the UK he says at some point you have to realize that they just don't care they, they the politicians talk about the politics mm. but they just don't care like they don't care. About you, they don't care about the people. Supposed to serve, don't care, and like, that's where it is. Like they don't care, and you need to stop putting them in office. Like people have to stop being a slave technology and start being, you know, loyal to the uh, being a slave to the party and be loyal to the principles. About you, not if you're tired of all the things. It shouldn't matter if it's a Republican or Democrat. You just... Yeah. Right. And that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. And unfortunately, uh, nothing seems to change. Obviously, last week we also had a uh, massive shooting. I think eight people died or seven people died. Yeah. And it was an attack eight, eight that. Died, was... Six were Asian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Six were Asian. And it was a directly attacked on people. Um, Asian people, right? The, the, the shooter came out forward, say, "Ah, oh, kill all Asians before shooting." And and then we had the incident where <laughs> the, the racist cop came in forward, say, "Oh, let's we need to be understandable towards the kid who showed up." The you know all these Asian people or all these fathers and mothers and uncles. Yeah, like he, he, the kid he had a bad day. He had a bad day. He had a bad day, and when you had bad days, you have to use something to kill people. And it's okay. We gotta yeah, be it's forgiven. just like Dylan Rove when they gave him Burger King. Yeah, yeah. And and then then they find out that the race the 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 cop by his racist towards Asians as well. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the all the problem that we have, right? The people who you know need to be you know holding all these shooters accountable or the system yeah. itself. I have, think no no one wants to because we already know the excuse have people out there saying that oh i've known this the police chief right so the police chief there's some some questionably racist he has against agents. he was that he was social media and so with that being said you're gonna have people go out there and say no he's not a bad guy i've known him for 10 years i know him for 20 years i've known him for five ten whatever right and they're not gonna not gonna want to punish him because you know, and that's that's just the problem. Like people only want justice if it's someone they don't know. But then someone everyone knows somebody. Uh-huh. 
So it's like if you if you're not gonna give justice for the people, oh, why would you expect justice for yourself if something happens? Or comes out here, yeah. If you if they if you're gonna go out there, and you're gonna defend this action. It's like I said, if Osama bin Laden came out there and be like, oh, sometimes I have bad days. You can't get sad to that because you were okay with it when when that guy said it. Like, is it okay only like one group of people start slaying and have a bad day? A bad day, and like, hey, I'm gonna just have a bad day and go kill like 40. I mean, that eventually did happen, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's disgusting. It's the fact that the, just the, the level of what acceptance, like, like he kind of he just kind of like brushed off, it just came out of his mouth like it was nothing. Yeah. And the fact that he was willing to beat this, this clear criminal as a human being, right? And, but not beat the victim as human beings. That's, that's where people are getting obsessed. People go out there, they think, oh, man, he just slipped up. People are upset because he took humanity away from one group and gave it to another group. The group he took it away were the victims. Gave it to was That's why people. Especially the country, especially the country where, you know, you'll have minorities get shot for doing the smallest thing, and yet this guy can go out there, kill, purposely kill eight people. Be like, okay, no, that's cool, bro. That's cool. But they be like, oh my god, this guy turned around the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. And and you know. We hate having these conversations over and over and over because we know that most of the time nothing's going to be done. Almost as, you know, going back to the other problem where, you know, the riots that we had last year uh, during almost like middle of summer when George Floyd got killed because of that police officer who choked him to death. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, and... Uh, as is today, I think we that he's gonna go on trial. Yeah, and <laughs> since then we haven't had anything being done on the state level or local level to change the situation within you know our judicial system and the way they persecute police officers uh, get away with the use of force with citizens who happen to be majorly african-american or hispanic or whatnot and you know they 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 nothing is being done on the state or local level to change this or whenever they try to dip punishment to the police officers by you know cutting their um what's it called their their budget and then the police officers we find out the police officers start they're saying oh so you're gonna cut our budget okay we're not gonna police yeah so- yeah so you know essentially just leading to the fact oh okay we're just gonna let them you know if they call for something we're not gonna respond that way they they will learn because they they essentially need us like is is it our way or no one's way and so like you said we need a complete overhaul of our government how things operate i think it needs to change just like in El Salvador, where it's going on, like people got tired of the old system, the old political system, 
all the politi- uh, the politicians who were le- literally on payroll. You know what they did in El Salvador? They were they they the politicians themselves were getting salaries over 10k per month, right? Which is uh, like a millionaire salary in a, in a company in a country like El Salvador, and also all their like uh, outgoing um, uh, what's it called? All all the outgoing costs they had per month, like you know, paying rent, paying any kind of uh, um, oh. you know, any any kind of bills. Or any people who they had on payroll that take care of their children or they did anything like that at home, yeah. the government had to to pay that. So these people had to come to a government facility and collect a, a monthly check because according, what they have done is that they had got all that cost and put it on their government cost. So you know people with uh, you know you know people that the the so-called the taxpayers money we're going to pay in the not just their salary per month but all their expenses and the and everyone everyone uh they all have the privilege of having a like a a ultimate car from the year like a 2020 car every every year they had they had the the privilege to change to a new brand new car and they all were bulletproof so you know how, how much money went into just giving these people privilege, and most of these politicians they didn't even came to work, bro. They didn't even show up. Like some of them, they had like two or three years of never showing up to work. They were just collecting money. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like it's it's. So essentially, what happened in Samba is that people just bought them out overwhelmingly, like seventy percent voted against the old system and against the two part- the two political parties that were on rule during that time and yeah. they they voted for a third new party that just rise out of nowhere at the last second and they voted for a new very young president who was overwhelmingly um obviously uh a yeah, populist yeah, that- a populist president as well as a, a very like um leftist president but that that i'm just i'm just giving an example of what happened when you have people you know getting tired of the old system but in here it's very it's very um what's the word for it it's really hard to to come to that agreement as a whole because there's so many people with different perspectives and views and in here we also the 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 overflow the 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 way how people get information from one to another is still very everywhere. Like still people mm-hmm. who get it from the old news like Fox, MSNBC and and CNN and mo- then we have the new generations who get it mostly from the internet. Right? So it's very it's everywhere. Like you cannot no one can agree to one thing. You know I mean we I think that's the thing is like especially especially fact. I think people are pretty decent at sorting uh, out the facts, but there are also people who are susceptible to hear what they want. I think that's the biggest, which is there are people who are susceptible to things that they want to hear from the beginning. If yeah. you go out there, want to hear that like, all black people are thugs, right? 
and you're gonna go out and seek out sources that that show you that all oh, black. It's kind of like what I was telling you, right? Right, where like um, people have trot out the FBI statistic saying that um, black people are criminals because black people do more crime. And it was, it's like usually 2011. And they say like, oh, see, the argument usually goes like, see, we're not racist. Black people just do crime. And then I'm like, wait a minute. You go to the next page. It literally says the group most responsible for hate crimes, white people. So yeah, by your own logic, that means. But uh-huh. no one ever wants to read that far. Because or point of view. Yeah. That's that's my point. It's like people will seek out they'll they'll have confirmation. Seek out they want to hear what they want to see. Kind of like search for it, believe it, radicalize themselves. No, I didn't do crazy stuff like Yeah, but it seems like the people are are do are the people are are craving for change. And seem that it seems that most of us seem to be at the on the same level, even though we we trying to think that we are not. Because you know, uh, according to I think uh, the recent statistics that people think that the the number one threat to to them is other people's opinions or the existence of uh, someone else having a different opinion. It's like, oh yeah, what's the number one threat? Terrorism. Feminism or anything like that, or communism? Like, nah, nah, nah. It's my neighbor. Was it? I don't know. The one I saw was um, income inequality. It was number one. Uh, I thought it was like the, the they said it was like no, it was my neighbor. Like, yeah, whatever. It's probably, they probably think. a different study, yeah. So, but anyway, so I'm just trying to say, like, yeah, we have this problem, and it's in a very ongoing, ongoing problem here in this country, and it's nothing is gonna change until. Uh, something is done at the federal level that will block away from people actually owning arms. Or if the, you're going to own an arm like that, you got to know who you are and you have to All go right. through a whole background process uh, to to see if whether if you're capable of owning a weapon, such, like, uh, such a weapon. Right? If anything, there has to be more, obviously, uh, more regulations because, you know, you could go, the regulations um, depend 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 on what level, what state or what you know and what city you live on um because i see there was a lot of like obviously weapon the weapon um stores here in la that i think over the last three or four years they have moved to uh nevada because of the softening of regulations and weapons and how they sell stuff online as well of course so because that's that's how it goes man yeah but anyways let's move on from this topic i know it's a very um dark tone and we could talk days and days about it and i mean my condolence goes to all the people who have passed away because of this recent shootings talking about last week um you know i i, I saw some posts on social media of the kids who were left behind a couple of teenagers because they lost their mother happened to be right. one of those ladies who work at the spa who got shot and also you know the recent people who just lost their loved ones uh today shooting in colorado um yeah our thoughts are with them and their families anyways let's move on to the next topic which 
unfortunately it has to do with uh the Biden administration and how they had handled the recent uh um wave of immigration that's coming from Latin America. Obviously, as the people saw that Donald Trump had lost the president here in the United States, people um took that as an opportunity to see if they migrated immediately to the United States they probably could have a chance to get in with the new administration inviting being on the top and because of that i think inviting and kamala harris and all the democrats are in a very top spot because all this inflow of new immigrants coming from latin america and because uh, since they're coming through the borders obviously they had to be stopped and because of that there's an overwhelm of populations being in these prisons, especially kids who are being separated from their families. Uh, not like, you know, not like Trump did, by the way, but it's still being separated nonetheless. And there's a, uh, you know, there's an increasement of children being in prison. And there's a new pictures being overflowing the internet where you can see just kids being in the, you know, uh, sleeping on the floor with a piece of uh, titanium blankets and whatnot. Um, yeah, that's the thing is that, um, like I said, it's crazy, take the heat, give a crash lock it in. That's what it is. Um, it's, it's like they, so it, I mean, it, it's not really, well, I guess it's a really big crisis mostly because, <laughs> um, but the way it's being handled is, um, All these resources are being wasted. They're doing all this crazy stuff. And the ironic part about all of it is that they wouldn't really have this problem if people weren't pretending that they don't take advantage of uh, great labor like that. Like, because I don't know if you remember, but like two, three years ago, when California passed the laws for like, or use un, um, undocumented workers, right? Oh. Uh, to get like driver's license and stuff. That was stupid. They weren't doing that because they, they wanted undocumented immigrants. They were doing it because they know, like everyone knows that companies that they use undocumented immigrants paid off the books for labor. Yeah. And now they keep coming here. A job. And I would, I would keep coming here too. <laughs> I was like, so if you want to have the issue, stop trying to take advantage of them. Because even if you take advantage of them in the United States, it's better to use, most of the time it's better what they got in their own country. But, yeah. you know, a lot of it is because these companies, they keep giving them jobs, they keep giving them uh, money off of the books. Like, all of this stuff is off the books. If, if there was a way to make every undocumented, every undocumented immigrant, immigrant and Force those companies to pay taxes for those people. I guarantee you, it wouldn't be as big. It it would be a big, really big issue because, first of all, like unfortunately, the United States economy has to rely on a lot on um, undocumented immigrant labor uh, to coexist in one way or another, and also to get away with, like you know, them getting all this sort of money without paying. Um, all this 
benefits and taxes that they will have if they will have like you know american uh, citizens working at this a specific job someone not and it sucks that because you know these people who are coming from Latin America, it's not like oh let me go and steal someone else's job somewhere. Right. Most of them happen to be. No, no I mean no, that's know. the thing. That, no, 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 it's not. They're not stealing anyone's job. This is not. No, 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 like that. But I'm just saying that's the going idea. Yeah, like this is this um, is simple. That the job is created for the undocumented. Yeah. If, yeah. It, if they're not undocumented, you ain't in the job. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, things are gotten a little bit tough since then. To get a job nowadays, if you're a undocumented immigrant, but you could, you could, you could still can, but it's, it's tougher now because there's more rates and whatnot. Um, uh, like in, I think McDonald's they got in software. It used to be easier at McDonald's, but anyways, um, I think it's just all these families are being uh, from Latin America who uh, are, you know, find themselves in a very tough position. Because they're obviously most of them are just like literally asking for for political asylum when they come over here, and they have to give their reasons why they had to be accepted. Uh, most of them say obviously because uh, you know they're being uh, their lives are at stake back in their home country. They have all these uh, what's it called all these um, local um, gangs that I keep telling them. Hey, we're gonna kill you. We're gonna kill your kid. We're gonna kill your teenager if he doesn't join our gang. Um, or maybe there are local, um, what's it called, drug dealers and whatnot that are also doing the same thing. And they see themselves as no other choice than maybe save up and, you know, take a chance of coming to the United States and give their families a better chance to. To live right and most of them sometimes they even leave their children behind i mean and now you see those people that you know you know because what happens now is also a, a lot of children who were left behind generations ago they're coming over to see their parents and most of them they get obviously stop at the border and say why are you coming by yourself at the age of 15. it's like oh right. because my mom left me when i was two I haven't seen her in 15 years and that's why i'm here and does your mom or your parents know that you came over here no i just came by myself so those there are those situations and then the other situations where you know there are other families that are already here and they're just trying to unite but there's a bunch of stories right mixed together but the thing is there's a recent wave of immigrants coming over here because they saw an opportunity because of the new administration and then the way the new administration which happens to be the Biden administration is the way they're handling this is just like oh we don't want to you know we don't want to do what's right but we also we want to do what's wrong at the same time right because you know what well you know what they did right they said oh look well we have upgraded the facilities from metal cages to uh, i think it was metal rooms or something like that they just build new rooms separated isolated rooms to keep the children instead of having them in one whole cage they're all like isolated rooms for every children with like uh i think now they're gonna have i think they said they were gonna have like uh a better better accommodation they're gonna have uh, ac and stuff like that I was like, bro, it's still a fucking cage. Still, you still put them in isolated camps. 
uh there's nothing changed that you're doing here more than maybe upgrading the facilities and nothing so right now what's happening is that that obviously all these people are saying look nothing has changed people children still being uh, kept in cages and right. people are not talking about it because donald trump is no longer the target here therefore the democrats are trying to like you know whistle whistle themselves out of the situation like oh, <laughs> we're not we don't see anything here there's not a problem here they just keep moving and yeah, then like the, it's just it's one of those things where you didn't get dealt with early that was too yeah because you um, know biden does have some kind of executive order i mean uh power yeah to get shit done right and donald trump did it exactly. in the first hundred days you, did you you know we all saw how many fucking executive orders people made fun of him doing executive orders like every other day yeah and i don't know why donald i mean biden and barack obama don't want to do that being simple corruption. what corruption yeah it's not so because they don't care to a certain extent oh. and, and that's also because there's a little political uh politics involved they don't wanna they don't wanna seem like the the soft precedent of oh i'm gonna give everything away right. and i don't wanna you know give in to the the so-called fox tale of oh democrat if you elect a democrat they're gonna let all the illegal immigrants in you know they're gonna open the borders which is bullshit right so and then letting all these people in would essentially would just it would be it would give me like an um like a good excuse for fox News to run on the on the on the idea oh open borders open borders right so yeah, I mean Like some some strange reasons, orders even if it's not, you know, you were just gonna find this key to hack. Yeah. No way. Yeah, and I hate how like there's a lot of like obviously the same old people who voted for Biden, who are now are the same ones coming in um under defense of them. Saying, oh, give them time, give Biden, the Biden administration time. They just inherit a huge problem from the Trump administration. You think they're going to resolve this in a matter of a few weeks? I'm like, yes, they could. In a matter of a days, actually. Uh. All right. So, why, how come you don't want that to happen? You want it to take months? You yeah. want this to go to the Senate and try them to debate about it? So, people, so, so the, all these like private prisons keep collecting. Checked from the government for keeping these kids in cages. What are you? I mean, what are you trying to say, bro? <laughs> oh no! Give them time, I mean, bro. Give them time. Yeah, I mean, there really isn't anything to add. That. All we can do is not as much light on it as possible, and hope that pressures them enough to change. Well, another topic that we have for today, I think it's the last one, is the fact that there's this outgoing discussion about making D.C. Um, a single state or right. Right? statehood. A statehood, yeah. Um, 
and obviously there's uh, multiple arguments on behalf of both sides. Uh, there are a lot of conservatives saying, oh, the reason why Democrats want this to happen is because obviously this, the state of D.C. is overwhelmingly liberal, right? It's about 90%, 95% liberal, maybe, I'm thinking a good day, 5% conservative. So it will always go uh, to the Democrats when it comes to the elections and whatnot. They just want more power. And and obviously um, we had tweets like uh, what's it? We have the state. Uh, we have like uh, tweets from Senator Mike Rounds that say, "Oh, the founding fathers never intended for Washington D.C. to be a state in the first place, right?" And he also says, "Is hashtag DC, DC statehood is really about packing the Senate with Democrats in order to pass a left-wing agenda, right? Just look at the DC border registration data: seventy seventy seventy-six point four percent Democrat, five point seven percent Republican. And then, uh, what I like about this was the the response from." Um, Martin Luther King's daughter, Bernice King, which she said, oh, the founding fathers never intended to be, uh, for me to be free. Responding to the fact that, you know, Senator Mike Brown said the founding, the founding fathers never intended for Washington, D.C. to be a state. Yeah, I mean, so, the thing is, they did closer to mike yeah i mean they they never expected to be 50 states right they never expected it to be as big as it was i doubt they expected the united states to have 300 million people plus in it mm -hmm. um it's like i said time someone doesn't have an argument always rely on my father's constitution because it, all right i don't care if dc is a state because at the end of the day it's going to do the exact same thing and then, no, it's the same with Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico's a little different because they have more debt, but they become a state. Puerto Rico becomes Puerto Rico has been a U.S. territory. I know it's how. Hmm. Um, and then what was really what was really interesting was what he said about Cuba. Bill Crystal. Uh, was it? Bill Crystal said. So for those that know, I'll read the tweet. He says, one reason I'm for a DC statehood. Growth, yeah, I'll just add one. So, one, the growth is size of the Republic and our distinctive manner of growth. Two, admitting states' full status has always been a sign of our And three, 60 years of time for DC, Puerto Rico, but as soon as it's free. Um, yeah, I. Well, well, Cuba is never going to be a state. No reason for Cuba. Yeah, but the, if they well, really want to become a state, maybe, for him assuming, <laughs> for him assuming yeah. or even signaling the fact that Cuba could be or could potentially be, what but, is he trying to say be, be, uh, between the lines, Kenneth? I say, dude, Cuba will be doing it for the whole. Yeah, yeah. Is it potential that Cuba could be free one day, right, Kenneth? 
Yeah. I mean, they're already free, according to most Cubans. But uh, in, according to the United States, they're not free enough until they have that, the United States flag again rising above their island. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be... Yeah, we could like have the um, what to call Las Vegas Cuba back again running back in the day we all knew that a bunch of like mafia dealers ran uh, Cuba Uh, it was so bad the corruption in Cuba that obviously they have bought the president of Cuba they have they have the whole like uh, uh, armada or what do you call them army on their packets right so what do you want to do when you have a dictator on Cuba who's in uh, who at then during that time was very friendly with the United States, so they didn't see that specific uh, dictator to be, you know, yeah, because it was some like they do it was a dictator. No, I'm saying like they didn't expect him to be. No, they didn't expect him to be a bad dictator. You see, fair enough. Just like they do it in fucking uh, Honduras right now, the president of Honduras, dictator. They don't say anything. I was like, no, he's our friend. Right? So, and, and that's the game, man. That's the deal. Just look at uh, what, you know, every country's side. Just look at what's going on in, um, what's it called? The country they keep giving weapons to? Oh, I forgot. Is it the Middle East? Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia. They, they're literally on their, like, uh, it's not a monarchy, but it's a, uh, it is Fair a, enough. yeah, it's a monarchy slash dictatorship kind of thing, and and they they see us. It's fine. They buy our weapons. Yeah, they they bomb the countries we we don't like, right? So it's okay in our eyes. But when it comes to Venezuela, oh, it's bad Venezuela. Bank uh, Nicolas Maduro starving their people. I was like, bro, they're not even starving people. You. Are starving their people by not letting them to, to freely trade with anything they want to. Pretty much. Right? By by not letting food to come in, in the country. Oh, Ray, but it was Nicolas Maduro who stopped the, the aid from coming in the first place. No, what the fuck? The United States has been blocking aid for many years now, since, since that one thing happened. Right? The reason why Nicolas Maduro didn't let that aid come in is because it came directly. From the United States, what the hell you had in that day? I don't know what the hell. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> imagine Dude, yeah. it's it's just like I said, they they um, obviously gonna have to take on all their debts, obligations, one of those things where it's just you know if it's that important to you, <laughs> and you know go for it because they've been trying to be Puerto Rico anyway has tried to be a state for a while. The, the talks over DC becoming a state, but the real another interesting part is why the Republican senators think that both the senators for for DC are going to be arrested, right? Okay. It's like he automatically assumed that there was not going to be any Republicans there, <laughs> and I think he realized that at a certain point, um, especially when you like facts. Can't really be a concern. and I think he realizes that that's why a lot of these uh, a lot of these states are like heavily slanted towards rarely slanted towards 
Hmm. Not progressive parties. I mean, uh, as time goes by, we become to see new norm, right? Like Democrats eventually become is gonna be is gonna be that one opposition. Yeah. To the new upcoming uh, political groups that are rising uh, in this generation, and the Democrats are gonna be that one middle ground kind of conservative politicians where you know they're still liberals. The uh, yeah. The neoliberals and the neoliberals and centrists, and then eventually all these conservatives, all these conservative dinosaurs who are eventually going to go away. The new ones are going to say, "Oh fuck, we're going to become a very small group, a minority group," which that's what they don't want. And I think I don't know how long it's going to take because I think Donald Trump kind of saved them a little. The whole populist propaganda BS. Nah, he doomed him. Cause oh, nobody, nobody in that party believes any of that but him. Yeah, but I mean, it's, they still like majorly voting conservative for now. Yeah, but uh, until they they get like you know people wake up from the whole, um, you know, the whole lie that they have believing to what Donald Trump was and what his Trump president. Gave them. I think one day they're gonna realize, damn, I'm paying more taxes. Uh, yeah. How is that? This is the Democrats' fault. Like, no, it was you know <laughs> Democrats actually avoiding. I mean, they they're actually supporting the idea of keeping the Trump's taxes. <laughs> so, what makes you think that by keeping the Trump's taxes the way they are, by you paying more taxes in ten years by being the middle class? Right. It's something that that came directly from Democrats when the Democrats are keeping most of the what Donald Trump has when it comes to the tax uh, brackets and whatnot. So, but you know, in order for you to find that out, you have to think a little bit, you know, for yourself. And it seems that that's not um um uh, uh what's it called a, a personal um straight. It, oh. No, no, yeah, yeah, like a personal trait that there is very common here in the United States, um, specifically because of our the way our educational system works, fortunately, and also because people overwhelmingly don't like politics, so they don't. I mean, that's that's the heart of it. Most people can't make. Um, I just think that is one of those things. Whatever is out there, the best has the most. Oh, how it That's how Trump got elected. I mean, also reality now. Now that now we have a divided administration, the Kamala Harris administration. And by the way, I know most of you saw this last week where. Joe Biden fall down the stairs in that when while he was going up the presidential airplane. I'll leave him alone. He's almost eighty years old. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> Kamala Harris was like, "Oh shit! Ah, oh, it's close. <laughs> I almost became like, president there." <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> no, I, like, bro, you should see how Kamala Harris. She was so happy. Yeah, she saw pushing down the thing. Bro, Kamala Harris is one smile away from becoming president. What the bro, I'm telling you, it's like you said, looking out for themselves. So she wants the power. 
bro kamala harris she's putting a smile right now and just like god i think she prays every day for something to happen and that's the kind that's of person the, she looks let's be fair that's why they picked her yeah that's why they picked her she's the same it's like but she's young she's young she's young enough yeah she's done she's young she's all for wall street right. she's not gonna rock the bowl she knows how to talk she's essentially like you know what that's how you say she's female Barack. She's, yeah, she's she female Barack Obama. Right, that's what they yeah, want. They're all gonna talk about her shoes and the way she <laughs> and the way she carry herself when it comes to the vestiment. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, of course, of course, she's gonna but, talk uh, about how well she shoots. Yeah, yeah, and and if you dare to say anything negative on the way she governs, on the way she does politics, you're a fucking sexist. Yeah. So easy, yeah, man. I mean, that's, that's what happened with uh. That's the layout for Democrats. That's what that's what happened with Krista Cinema, right? Yeah, who, she's losing, who, by the way, right now. Yeah, the one where she she put the thumbs down, decided she decided to be stupid and like yeah. walk onto the floor, you know, and then start you know put her thumbs down just so she could do it. Like that way, she could just spite people. Like you know, that's what it's the same thing. I didn't even thumb down. A bill that was going to increase the minimum wage for for people who more likely are going to vote for you later on. You dummy. She right now she's losing. She's about, I think, she's losing against uh, what's his name? I think I, I saw him. She's like forty nine to fifty five on the boat, and right now in Arizona. And uh, but is it surprising though? I mean, you take it takes. Like, look what she did. I mean, like, here you have a bill. Tell people. Yeah, it says Arizona polling all registered voters. Mark Kelly, who happens to be, uh, used to be an announcer now, um, but he's a liberal Democrat now. He's favorable, favorable 49% on February 38. There's a positive net plus 11%. And then we had Kirsten Cinema, favorable. 39% on favorable 40 and there's a net negative 1% towards her. So this is what happens when you vote against uh 50 minimum wage increment and then you and then you go ahead and tone it down and make sure people see you in a stupid video doing so. And they have hey, you and they have the nerve have to say that the reason why people don't like you is because you're you're a female politician. I know, right? When people directly are talking, they're talking about you voting down on the 50 minimum wage bill. They're not saying because you're a woman, you, you, you put your thumbs down. They're saying you thumbs down a bill. Essentially, it was going to help a lot of people across the country. So, but no, it's about you being a woman. It's okay. But anyways, guys, it's all that you have for today. Fortunately, we have run out of time. Uh, so, any any last comments, Kenan? Do you have? Doesn't matter if it's. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Anyways, God, our sincere condolences goes to all the families that we had lost in the last two weeks. Uh, our thoughts are with their uh, with their loved ones, and hopefully, you know, something good comes out of this. Hopefully, some change comes out of this, especially now that a police officer is involved. Uh, we lost. I respect the 
uh, law enforcement. Um, and most of the time when that happens, sometimes there's some change. Um, but anyways, um, all right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to check us out at Political Business on social media. And I'll see you guys until next one. Peace, guys.